Hello and welcome to Cooking Your Way Through Life. Today's episode is a special one. It's a bonus one for season three with every single co-host letting you know who they have dinner with, dead or alive. Cooking Your Way Through Life is a podcast combining knowledge of the kitchen and applying it to real life situations. This podcast is all about understanding techniques to make things you already know even better. Topics from traveling on a budget, setting and achieving short and long-term goals, and of course, cooking. So guys, this is my bonus episode for season three where I ask all the co-hosts, who would they have dinner with, dead or alive? The answers range very wide. It also made me think about who I would have dinner with, but I don't tell you that little tidbit. I might tell you later. Anyway, we don't cook today, but I did make a cool fried rice video for you online. And as always, just kind of cook whatever you want while you listen and enjoy today. Please welcome Chef Hollywood. All right, Patrick, I've been asking everybody like this same question because it's an age old question, but I kind of want to know what's going on with everybody right now. I feel like people's answers have been changing, maybe like post COVID. I don't know what's going on. But <laughs> I, if you could have dinner with anyone, mm. dead or alive, mm. who would it be and what would you talk about? You know, I, when you when you sent me the itinerary, you know, a couple of days ago, I was looking at looking at it and, uh, you know, the. the all these people rushed to my to my to my mind, right? But the one person that always stuck out was, you know, and I'm sure you got this one more than a few times, Anthony Bourdain, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it is it, for some reason it kept coming back to that, and then and like you said, it's uh, what we touched on earlier. It's you know we're we're a squad of misfits, you know, yeah. and and he has a good way of really like encapsulating that, you know, especially mm-hmm. when he when he talks, you know, he's so deep. And how he phrases things, you know, you can tell that man's lived life, but yeah. he's also seen the darker sides too. I mean, we all know how that ended for him, you know, yeah. and it really, really speaks on the whole self-care thing. Because, I mean, yeah. that guy was traveling the world. He was meeting celebrities and, you know, he, he was doing what he loved and it, you know, it it's still not enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, it's sometimes it's not about the accomplishment. Sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes it's not about the fame. Sometimes it's just about, you know, just doing what you need to do for you, whatever that means, you know, right. So, yeah, definitely Anthony Bourdain, just because, you know, I think I'd have a lot of things to talk about with him, you know, in and out of the kitchen, right? Just, I just want to pick his brain and, you know, talk about, you know, what, what drives him, what motivates him you know, what his demons are, you know, what he doesn't say on camera, you know, those, those yeah, things, right? Yeah. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, really pick the, pick the brain of somebody who's kind of seen it all and done it all and eaten his way around the world and, you know, really has a good perspective on, you know, uh, everything without color, you know, yeah. so unbiased and objective about everything and everything he, everyone he meets and everything he touches. I mean, he was, a he was definitely a rare guy, you know, uh, yeah. one of the greats for sure. So, yeah, definitely. He's, definitely definitely my, he's in my top five. He's in my top five to do yeah. this with. So. I, I'll tell you guys mine later, but. Oh, definitely <laughs> looking forward five. to that. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> all right, bro. Thanks again. So, old Jizzle, you know, I've been asked this question all season long and time to ask you, bro. So if you had a chance to eat dinner with someone dead or alive, who would it be? And why? The people want to know. 
Okay, my answer would definitely be my grandfather because he passed away when I was like 16 and uh, literally one of my favorite people, like my straight up hero, you know, one of the better male influences and figures in my life outside of my actual father, but uh, just an incredible person. And I just want him to be able to see all the things that I've been able to do now and um, the things I'm still doing, I'll, I'll even say. I definitely miss him a lot. And I think that's as about as simple as it would get as far as my answer for that. I, don't, I couldn't think of another person that I want to share a dinner with that, especially with the option being dead or alive. It's like so many people we lose. And I mean, even just in the pandemic years alone, uh, we lost a lot of people. But ultimately, I'd love to have a combo with my grandfather and just, you know, put him on to everything that I've done. And that'd, that'd be the ultimate dinner. All right, Abby, I've been asking everybody this question and I've been getting some amazing answers. So I'm just very intrigued by what everybody has been saying. I just want to ask you if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? See, the only person that comes to my mind when I think about this is my granddad because he was my biggest cheerleader, my biggest supporter, and I just miss being able to confide in him and get advice from him so i would go my granddad nice granddad has been a very popular answer this season so yeah so i liked it i liked it very much well i know that he is looking down smiling so thank you very much abby all right tiff so you know been asking everybody out here and begin some very you know interesting answers back and forth so for you if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? If I could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, and what would I talk about? First of all, it would absolutely, I didn't even have to think about this. It would be Maya Angelou. I knew Literally. you were going to be Maya Angelou. I wasn't going to be funny, but I knew. Like, you know I me. <laughs> you know me. You know how much I love that woman and she has inspired me to be the writer that I am today. Um, it would definitely be my Angelou. We would definitely have to be eating excellent, amazing soul food. And I would just ask her about how she remained encouraged to remain in her craft, despite all of the different things that she faces. Because I feel like when we have difficult times, or at least for me, when I have difficult times, Sometimes doing what I'm passionate about is, is difficult when I just yeah. don't feel it. Or if I'm feeling like it's not going where I want it to go. So mm -hmm. basically just how do you stay motivated? How do you stay inspired? How do you remain rooted in the belief that you're gifted and talented and that your words matter? Um, among other things, but that would be where we would start. But yeah, definitely Maya. Got it. I like it. I like that for you. So, Spencer, today I want to ask you if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? Oh, so it's always, I always love this question because it's not something I always think about. But when it's asked, it sort of does make me think. And the, there's two people that uh, come to mind all the time. And it's Albert Einstein and, of course, now uh, the late uh, Anthony Bourdain. 
Uh, and Albert Einstein has been a hero of mine, I guess we could say, since I was a kid. I remember in the, the fifth grade writing a report on him, and I used to say uh, that I was reincarnated, of, uh, a reincarnation of Albert Einstein, because in a autobiography or a, a biography about him, he talked about how many questions he used to ask. And I wrote in my uh, in my report of he asked a lot of questions and so do I. And my teacher circled <laughs> it and wrote, oh, yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> but as I've gotten older, besides always being really intrigued by Albert Einstein, I'm start, I've always loved science. And I know a lot of times he's sort of looked at as math and science, but I'm starting to realize more and more things that he has contributed to than necessarily learned about um, between mathematics, quantum uh, mechanics and physics. And there's just a lot of different things that he was a part of that we have absolutely no idea that he was a big piece of um, in the sense of what we learn in school. So I would definitely love to pick his brain um, through a lot of the things he's been doing. He also grew up with learning disabilities and as did I. So I think that him and I would have a lot to connect with. Mm -hmm. And I say Anthony Bourdain now because he wasn't somebody who I was super, I was, I knew of him. I didn't really follow a lot of celebrity chefs um, throughout my career, but I always knew of him and the things that he was doing. And now that I've done a lot of traveling and seen a lot of cultures and people, I have grown very admirable of the things that he's done and the way that he's kind of seen the world and, and really kind of gets into the nitty gritty of life, people, the industry. And I saw his one of his last uh, productions, which was a documentary called Wasted, uh, and he narrated it, and he was also a person that they interviewed for it, and it showed a different raw style. I mean, he was always kind of raw, but there was a different yeah. light um, about him, and it was a little eerie also watching it, too, because it was his last production, and some of the things he said um, kind of foreshadowed what was going to happen. Uh, but I think that him and I now would have a lot of things to talk about between travel, the world, the way that he sort of just looked at things. And unfortunately, his life, you know, ended the way that it did. But he was also full of a lot of love um, for for places and people and things. And unfortunately, there are some aspects of, of life that we'll never fully understand. True. Nice, 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 nice. I am with you with one of those options. I like that. All right, so Warren, I've been asking everybody this season about this question. And um, yeah, I just want to know your perspective on it. Like, what's your thoughts? First thing comes to mind, if you could have dinner with someone dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you talk about? Um, See, I'm not one of these people that has like a burning desire to have a conversation with any one person just because, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it would be great to like know what Martin Luther King was thinking or to know if Jesus actually was the son of God or, you know, like any of these things. But yeah. realistically, how much is it going to impact or change my life, you know? So for me, it'd be more about time lost than anything. Um, I have grandparents but never really knew some of them and one of my grandparents my grandma um she passed away when i was very young like three years old i think it was so all of my family have all of these amazing memories with this woman that i just don't 
really know, you know, or never really got a chance to know. Um, so I would definitely say it'd be having a dinner with my nan and we'd just catch up. Like that's what it'd be because I, I couldn't imagine having a conversation with anybody else that would be more impactful or, um, meaningful than that, to be honest with you. Gotcha, man. I like that. I like that. I, um, <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could have given you something more interesting than that, to be honest. No, nah, no, nah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> These answers have been um have been a wide array of answers, but everybody's explanation for it is different and where you're coming from is different. And I think that's the key of it. Like it's it's your like your own personal reason for one of these dinners. Um, it also makes me think about people that are still here with us. Um, and asking this question, it makes me like want to reach out more because yeah. I don't want time lost when I could have time now. So yeah, hundred percent. I think that's for me. It's um, there's there's nothing like there are only there are very few people in this world that will change who you are, and I think family is one of them. And so when you have like such a large member of your family that you never got to experience, most people have their grandparents. And their grandparents are the ones that inform a lot about who they are as a person and how they've grown because they've informed how their parents have grown. And so I think um, when you when you miss that, it'd be easy to say, oh, yeah, I'd really like to have dinner with Dave Grohl because I think he's a G. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that wouldn't mean as much to me as, as you know, dinner with a family member. So, yeah, I'd, defi- I'd definitely go with that. That'd be my uh, that'd be my answer. Awesome, thanks, bro. No worries. All right, TJ. For this season, I've been asking everybody this question, and I actually found it is um been really cool. So, if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you talk about? So, what people don't know is you kind of we create these questions as podcasters and we send them out before, so that you can give your guest you know, some time to think. Um, and this one came up and I was in the shower and I was like, you know what? Do I be funny? Do I be witty? Do I say all these, you know, meta things about different, you know, leaders or, or people. And I was thinking about it and I was, you know, and I was in the podcast that we discuss, we talk about experiences, right? And that's, there's been monumental times in my life when I've sat down with people that I love and cherish, mm-hmm. friends and family, and the eating experience is exponentially amazing, right? And those are the times that I want to relive, right? There's a time that I believe it was you. Was it you? I think it was you. You and I and maybe somebody else, we were at this place in Cozumel. Oh, we went to this you and Ashley. New- we went to this new place and we were like, oh, you know, it was kind of just like a ho-hum attitude. We sat down at this place and it was incredible. The food was yes. incredible. The environment was incredible. The, yes. The people were incredible. And that's like what I would want to relive again. You know, I want to relive those moments. I want to relive those times when I've sat down with my with my family and we've laughed and we've had fun and we played games and we've done all these things. I want to relive that again. And of course, like it goes without being like being said is that I would want another time with my best friend, Michael. Like I'd want those experiences again with him. He passed in 2020. 
So having that experience with Michael, I would want again. But what do I talk about for somebody I haven't seen in almost two years? You know, it's, it's a hard, it was hard for me to decide on, on all those things. So I was thinking maybe just reliving those past memories. And, you know, I have so much to tell people that have passed away in my life, but I feel like it would just be me selfishly telling them everything that I hoped that they would have, you know, heard before they passed or, um, you know, trying to catch them up on everything versus really being present and having those, having that fun experience. So I would want to relive a whole bunch of past experiences versus sitting at a table with, you know, you know, George Washington, or Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> or Martha Graham, you know, and it's like, yeah. you're wonderful. You're great. I get it. Um, but I'd rather relive those other experiences. I'd rather, have a, I'd rather have a time machine table. Gotcha. All right. Well, you just took that a whole nother route, but it's cool. <laughs> okay. Bye. So Alicia, I've actually been asked this question before and um, I've always kind of, it depends on my mood, like who, are, who I say, but right now, if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you talk about? Okay, I would like to have dinner with Jay Jenkins, a.k.a. Mr. Young Jesus himself. Um, (laughs) If you know, you know, but if you Mm -hmm. don't, (laughs) I am a huge Young Jeezy fan um, for for a lot of different reasons. Um, The main reason why I would definitely like to have a conversation with him is because I recently saw a uncensored interview with him. And a lot of things that I thought I knew about him, I found out to not be true. Um, or it really made me look at him from a different perspective in terms of him being a true businessman. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, he has that street persona, but he said he always pictured himself in a business running a million dollar business or being that business person. So I definitely would love to have a conversation with him to see how growing up in some humble beginnings, he knew that he was going to be successful and what route that he took that he think he probably would have did different. Like, Hmm. I I, want to hear, do you think he still would have went or be successful in the music industry had you kind of went about it from a a street thug persona versus I know I want to be a businessman. So let yeah. me talk from it, from owning real estate or investing or, you know, doing different things like that. I think that would be a um, interesting conversation. All right. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I like, um, I feel like even to have these conversations and the idea of doing it over dinner would be cool because, you know, like it, his guard would be down. He wouldn't feel Absolutely. like he's been in an interview with camera. So he would really give you the real without right. feeling like, you know, so yeah. I think yeah. That. And he's very um, personable. You know, I, I stopped my boy. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen him a couple of times. I've seen him a couple of times and you know, he, he is one. I, I would say there's something about the Atlanta rappers, Lil, for the most, I've met quite a few. They're yeah. all kind of really, 
very personable. Now nah, we got some down to earth people. Like even yeah. like outside of rap, like I met Monica a couple times. Like, like she treats you like like family. family. Like yeah, like <laughs> no, like yeah, we no, got like, some yeah. down to earth people from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So I think that conversation would would be cool. So I'm gonna put it out there in the universe. Um, you know, Mr. Jay Jenkins, Young Jeezy. We yeah, will you know, be if you're listening, Jeezy. Please shout it out. You know, come make yeah. it happen. Make sure you shout yeah. my show out. You know? <laughs> I'm not mad at you. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Ayla. I've been asking everybody, and I'm been getting some some really good answers lately. Um, some I never even thought about. If you could have dinner with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you talk about? Okay, it sounds cliche, but I chose Malcolm X because huh? he was right. He was right. <laughs> he was right. Y'all always try to make him out to be wrong. Like Martin Luther to the King was, you know, I'm not knocking Martin Luther to the King. I'm not knocking him at all. But he even admitted that Malcolm X was right because mm-hmm. we kept turning the cheek, peaceful protest and all this other kind of stuff. One nothing getting done. Soon as you burn something down to the ground, stuff starts to change. Stuff starts to change. And it's not necessarily, and people are like, well, he was so, he was not anti white whatsoever. He was anti white supremacy. There's a difference. Yeah, he didn't hate is. white people. He hated the idea of white supremacy. He hated what he done. He was so passionate about his people. And y'all let them, let him get killed by his own people. He was set up by his own people. By the federal government, the FBI hired informants to infiltrate Malcolm X and they killed him. And y'all let him do it. Y'all black people let him do it. He wasn't doing nothing but trying to get us reparations and free us from the shackles of white supremacy. But no, no. Here y'all go once again. That's what we talking about. All skin folk ain't kin folk. Amen. They'll do anything <laughs> for a check, some clout, any little type of thing to appease a white person besides doing the right thing for your people as a whole. I this the I do understand having some, you know, self selfishness, but I'm not doing this and I'm not speaking out for myself. You don't gain nothing by being an activist. There's no money in activism. There's nothing. Nope. But the liberation and freedom and the we fighting for reparations because they owe us money. Oh, you owe me big money. You owe us big money. That's what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for our future generations. It ain't about me. But, you know, we will talk. I will ask him questions about, you know, what were the steps that you took to realize these certain things? And, um, you know, how could you differentiate between you know, who was for us, who was against us, all of that kind of stuff. Like I would just chop it up with him because he definitely was right. And it's, it's people always, it's the Republicans. No, it's Republicans, Democrats. Ain't no, we just need to get rid of the, the, the party system in the first place because Democrats is just the worst as Republicans, at least with Republicans, they were outright with their racism. Democrats are very covert with their racism. You, you know, you, you see it as microaggressions and they do these underhanded little shady little things. If you're not, you know, if you don't have discernment, you'll fall for it with a quickness, with a quickness. You really will. 
Because people are like, just anybody but Trump. I'm not for Trump whatsoever. I'm not. I'm not for Biden either. I'm not for either one. But it's like, where what has changed? What has changed? Thank you for listening to Cooking Your Way Through Life with Chef Hollywood. <laughs>